Well, let's welcome back Coach Taylor. Coach, do you got team updates for us? Yeah, um, from a player standpoint, man, this is actually kind of cool um, having everybody back in the building uh, early morning, <clears throat> um, lifting, um, and then they come back and actually guys run um, on Tuesdays and Thursdays, man, and lifting four days a week, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Fridays. I mean, you know, just our strength coach is doing a is doing a phenomenal job with the with the, with phase two, which is what, what we're in January was phase one, you know, J term. Now we're in phase two um, with the guys, and you know, now we we we've installed a little bit of running. I'm excited about that, and then we'll be quickly, quickly uh, upon us to be phase three, which will be spring practice. So excited from that standpoint. Uh, from a coaching standpoint, and then the, it's, it's a lot going on from 6 a.m. To, to whenever the heck we get out of here, man. I mean, guys are, you know, we spend half the day recruiting, um, the other half working on ball, spring ball schedules, you know, refining some of our protections, um, coverages, how we want to do things, talking personnel. So it's it's very busy in February right now. So. Very busy and exciting. Yeah, I was thinking since we're in February, we're like not even very far away from spring practice getting underway. Correct, right, right around the corner, man. We'll be we'll be we'll be rolling late March. Um, so, and we've been having beautiful weather in, in Minnesota. So, you know, we're going to try and get out there a little bit earlier. So, that's what I like to hear. Well, let's jump into fan questions, and we'll start with two from Tom. He would like to know how many commitments to the program do you have from for un. Um, uh, upcoming freshmen for this year at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are actually we just had we had a recruiting meeting and then we have a, one of the meeting one of the boards and one of our meeting rooms is where we have all of our guys. Um, I counted this morning. We're at eleven, um, so it's a little bit behind. But I'm not panicking because financial aid's a little late this year. So in a normal year, October fifteenth, financial aid would open. Kids would get their packages right around Christmas and making decisions. Well. Uh, for whatever reason, the government kicked it back to December 31st. So, you know, packages, no packages at Division Three level have even gone out yet. So, you know, for us to have that number of commitments without the, the bottom line number, I feel excited about that. And we got some really good kids, man, that are that we got our that we got our hooks into, and you know, we can we can land those guys, you know, with our older team, and you know, especially offensively with our O line and our quarterback situation. You know, we're going to be older in them positions, man. Just it, 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 it's good for Hamlin football. So excited about you know excited about the, the guys that we got so far. So he'd also like to know: Do you have a number of fifth-year players that are committed to returning next year? Uh, we have three. You know, we have three: Ethan Mills um, out of Central High School, very excited defensive lineman um, in the program. But, and here's the, the thing that I do with those guys: I'm I'm so grateful and I thank them so much because think about the commitment that they have to do from a financial standpoint to do this, man. So. Ethan Mills will be coming back for his fifth. Um, very appreciative of that. Caleb Leaders, uh, DB out of Texas, coming back for his fifth. Super appreciative uh, for him. Charlie Van Gilder um, out of Minnesota, safety, coming back for his fifth year. Uh, Oscar Hinoso out of Texas, coming back for his fifth year. And then uh, Jake Cunningham, man, coming back for his fifth year. So just very appreciative of those guys from a financial standpoint and them wanting to be around the program for another year. You know, they could have easily um, been like, no, I'm out of here, coach. <laughs> I'm going to go work. Or, you know, they, like I said, they, they, they wanted to come back. So Now, the other seniors that graduated, are they – they're telling you no or you just don't know? They haven't really committed one way or the other yet. No, 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 no. So, like, uh, Eli Barron, who was played center for uh, guard for us uh, from Florida, he's, um, he's going he's gonna to graduate. He's going to graduate and go work. Isaac Ali from um, Fridley is going to graduate and go work. And then Brady Bennett from um, Idaho is going to graduate and work. So, you know, so all good. So we don't know about that other one guy I think everybody wants to know about. 
<laughs> well, I hey, here's the deal, man. So, you know, just to, just just to be transparent with our with our great listeners, um, you know, Charlie Wilson um, felt like it was best for him to 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 go play at a different university, man. So he's um he's gonna not be with us. Uh, he, he's gonna be missed. Um, I love him to death. You know, he obviously we're a better football program with him. But again, right, these kids got to make decisions. Um, sometimes that's best for them. We talk about being selfless a lot in our program, but you know, there's a time where you got to do what is best for you. So totally um, understood that. And, you know, he was transparent and upfront and, you know, you got to support these young guys. You know, the more and more I do this and the more and more, you know, my son gets older, my son's a freshman. Now he doesn't play football, but now these kids, these, these guys that we have in the program, I'm looking at them more like, geez, man, like how would I want my son to be treated? So, you know, we wish them all the best. And then, and then, you know, like I said, we be better, we're better off with them, but I mean, you can't make everybody stay. <laughs> Absolutely. I'd really like to know what's the retention rate for players who come in as a freshman through their senior season. Mm, that's a great question. I'd say you were, and again, I can just speak for here. It's probably about fifty to fifty-five percent. So if you're bringing in forty kids, if you're if you're graduating twenty of them, man, you're lucky. Um, so I'd say it's not it's not fifty-five. It's probably more so forty-five to fifty percent is what the retention rate is. College. The reality is college football is hard. You know, there's a lot that goes into this, especially and at this level, you know, when you're not paying for a young man's uh, education, you know, they're getting a merit scholarship based off their grades, and they're going to get a financial aid based off what mom and dad make. But everybody that goes to Hamlin University, not just athletes, everybody that goes here, there's a portion that they have to pay for. So, you know, there, there's a financial piece to it. There's a there's an injury piece to it. Um, there's a um, there's a I'm not playing piece to it, and I you know I want to go do something else with my time. So there's a lot that goes into why kids don't stay. Um, so, you know, that's just the reality of, of, of college football. We have a couple of questions for you from Fran. The first is she would like to know, what qualities to you make a person a good team captain? Mm. Um, Got to be able to communicate. Got to be able to communicate. Um, and within communication, right, I always talk about this with communication, right? Communication is 55% body language. Right, thirty thirty-seven percent tone, all right, and seven percent of what you actually say, you know. So that's one. That's that's a stat that I always talk about in my team meetings with uh, with our guys, man. You know, tone is tone is tone is important. What you actually say is is, is really not the thing. And body language is critical. So, you know, having great communication um, in those leadership roles, um, I'd say you know being able to be um, um, dependable, right? You got to be dependable. I mean, people got to know that you're going to be able to show up. You know, and then you gotta be one of the hard. You gotta be the hardest worker. You know, you gotta be the hardest worker. Those freshmen, or I shouldn't say freshmen, but the other guys on the team. You know, if you're if you're in a leadership position, they gotta look at you, um, and they say, "God, that guy's work. That guy's work ethic is is is, is impeccable." You know, if, I, if the best player on our team is working hard and he's a leader, then there's no way I can slack. So I'd say communication, being dependable, and work ethic. She would also like to know: Do you always try to choose one captain from each of your units, or does that matter? Um, it's it's good to have it's good to have representation. We actually just talked about captains today. Um, maybe I let the guys pick. Um, but again, what I do is we do do a leadership council or group. So you know you have you you'd you like that representation from from um, all different positions on that thing. And we're we're just about close with that. So, oh yeah. So that's a that's a great question too. Will would like to know. Do you feel jumping to the NFL? Uh, do you feel like the Ravens gave that game away to Kansas City? 
man, they just them boys did not play well. Um, I don't want to say gave it away. Kansas City is a good is a good organization too. Um, but I'd say, it, it, <laughs> yeah, I'd say that they did some. They, I, I bet they would like to play it again. I'd say let's put it to you like that. They like to have some plays back. Connor wanted to know if you watched the Pro Bowl this last Sunday. Uh, it was kind of on. I was bebopping around out and about. It was kind of on, and um, I saw some of it. But, I mean, it was flag football. I mean, it, it is what it is. So it, it is what it is. <laughs> now I'm hearing, Coach, that there's some big game this weekend. So do you have a pick for who you think is going to wind up winning that? Oh, man, people keep asking me that. This year, this, uh, this is probably a fourth person. So here's the deal. Here's the deal. And I don't want to dance around this thing because – to go against Andy Reid, right, one of my favorite guys, one of my favorite, one of my favorite coaches, right, and to go against Mahomes, I don't, I just don't know how you do that. I don't, I don't know how you can, how I can go to sleep at night knowing you're going to bet against those guys. But then on the other hand, you know, I think you know Kyle Shanahan, um, and and but the weapons and the pieces that he has, and if he can get himself into a groove. Like I've, I've said it on here probably three times, I think he is the best, one of the best play callers. In, um, in the game right now. Um, with the weapons he has, if the defense can show up, I don't know how – I mean, the Niners, man, it would be a great story. So I know people want to hear a pick. Gosh, I'm going to stay – you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stay neutral on this one. I'm going to stay very neutral, and I'm going to enjoy the game in the, in, the con, in the friendly confines of my basement, and um, I'm going to – I can't wait to watch this one. So. So, so what would be your keys? Like what would San Francisco have to do to win this game? Um, they're gonna have to really. They're gonna have to limit Kelsey early. All right, they're gonna have to limit Kelsey early. Um, as far as how much bracket coverage you play on him, because if you leave him one on one a lot, he's gonna. And Mahomes is gonna is gonna is gonna find that guy. Can't can't let Pacheco in the run game get going. All right, so you have to suffocate the run. So there's gonna be there's gonna be such a cat and mouse game between uh, Coach Wilkes on um, the defensive coordinator and then um, Andy Reid, offensive coordinator. And then if and so that's two things, right? Limiting Kelsey. Don't let you can't let Pacheco get going, and then when the Magic Man gets rolling, if you let Mahomes run around back there and, and scramble around, and he's very deceivingly, you know, he's elusive, deceivingly elusive. He's elusive. That can be a problem. So those are going to be the three keys um, to, to to how you slow that thing down. I think. So, it, so what what does Kansas City need to do to win? Kansas City, what they got to what they well, what the Niners need to do, or what Kansas City needs to do, the, the Kansas City. Kansas City, what does Kansas City have to do? Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, I personally think it's. I think everything runs through Kelsey. You know, if you can get Kelsey in some spaces, let him get some easy balls, run after catch. I think it starts there. Then you can. Then that loosens up. In my opinion, that loosens up the run with Pacheco and those run schemes that they have with with the Chiefs. And then again, like I just said, everything that needs to stop. I mean, you can get you can get Mahomes out on the edge of defenses, I and mean, it's, it's going to be a problem. He's going to put pressure on you. So. Well, since you mentioned in this part, Bill wanted to know if you're a Swifty. I'm assuming that's like a Taylor Swift fan or something. Uh, I I am not a Swifty. Um, <laughs> sure ain't. <laughs> sure ain't. <laughs> Do I respect her? Uh, I think she does a good job in her. I, I can only. I mean, I only think I know a couple of her songs, so I, I can't say that I'm a Swifty. <laughs> Next up is Mike. It was like, who says, "What about those Timberwolves, Coach? Nobody seems to be talking about them." Hey, listen, man. Again, I know I've, I've, I feel like I've, 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 I've beat a dead horse sometimes, but man, I, like I said, you know, as much as I love my Philly sports, living in Minnesota, 
Um, you know, you want to see those teams do well. You know, it's a good buzz for the city. Um, I was able to get over there and watch them play. Who did they play? Gosh, uh, was it? Um, I think it was Orlando. They were got watching against Orlando, and they do a good job. And I just hope the thing they can keep this thing up and get through their All Star break healthy and, and and get people back. So yeah, no, it's, it's exciting. It's exciting when they're doing well. Joe has two questions for you. The first is, are you a person who likes to try odd foods to see how they taste? Try odd foods to see how they taste. Um, no, I, I don't. Um, I like to. I'm, I'm pretty. I'm pretty. Uh, I'm pretty. I'm pretty boring when it comes to those things. So, sorry. He'd also like to know what's the biggest risk you've ever taken. Biggest risk. Hmm. <clears throat> biggest risk. Whew. Man, biggest risk. Um, you know what? That's going to be one. I want to let me let me put a little thought into that one. I want to get back to that because that's a that's a really good question. And that one kind of we've been we've been doing it. We've been dancing together for about ten years, man. Well, no, maybe about eight years on this show, and I've been stumped a couple times, man. But the biggest risk. I'll, let me let me get back to that one. Let me make sure we answer that one. I'm going to have some more for you here. So I got two from Thomas. Thomas would like to know what is the one quality or the one thing that you think every one of your players should have so that they succeed. Hmm. Mm. Man, one quality, man. It's tough to just have one. But I, you know what? If I got to pick one, if I got to pick one, if I got to pick one, I'd say it's your work ethic, man. You know, don't get outworked. Don't get outworked. You can control the energy and the effort you put out and how you show up. I'd say your work ethic, man. Ooh, that's a, that's a good one. That's a tough one. He'd also like to know, what is the one thing you want players to learn from you that you think will help them the most once they move on in life? Hmm. Um. Man. Um. I would say. You know, just how you treat people is, is very important. You know, how you treat people is very important. You just never know what you just never know what's going on in somebody else's world, man. So, how you treat people, how you talk to them, the tone you use, um, what and why you're saying certain things, being intentional. Um, with 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 when you say things, so just how you treat people, I think is 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 is, is one thing that they could take with them. And on that note, what are our words of wisdom for this week? Um, you know what, man, uh, just just sharing with the group. You know, I think I, last time we we visited, um, you know, just talking about you know, kind of just piggybacked on on what I just said is you know how you show up in spaces matter. You know how you show up, what your mindset is. Um, you know, are you are you thinking clearly? You know, how can I bring value to the organization? Those are all little things, little nuggets that we talked about. You know, how do you keep the number one person happy, meaning, say, hypothetically in the 2023 season, Charlie Wilson, right, our best player, and how do you keep our the number 85 guy um, who doesn't play um, engaged, right? How does that 85th guy show up, right? So that's the, so just how we show up is, is very important. And, and so that's the words of wisdom for today. Beautiful. I like it. Coach Taylor, thanks for joining us this week. Hey, Rob, before we go, um, I just got to make sure, because I know somebody's going to fact check this thing. When I talked about communication, my numbers were, were, were off by a percentage. So I just actually did the numbers. And when I talk about communication with our football players, I always talk about this body, football uh, communication is 55% body language, 38% tone, and 7% of what you actually said. That, that equals 100%. And I really believe that, man. Body language, your tone, and what you actually say is – 
is what makes is the makeup of, of communication. So I know somebody's going to do the numbers. Say Coach Taylor was wrong, so I had to fix the numbers so we can we'll, we'll be good. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why we have no Coach Taylor's at the top because he's always covering his bases <laughs> and all sorts of that. All right, we're going to get, get that. Yep, and we're going to get that big risk uh, um, answer next week. We'll get that one next next week. Fantastic. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Take care.